Hello, my Dice Tower friends. This is Moritz Eggert reporting back from Essen, the event that Sam is so annoyed to talk about all the time. But um, I was there and I met Rick Thornquist. The fateful meeting between the Canadian and the German nation took place, and I have to say, we had a really, really great time together. Spent a lot of time playing games. I met lots of his friends, too many to mention, but very, very nice Canadian gamers, I have to say. And um, we got to play some of the uh, new games of Essen, and we also had lots of talk, and we thought of you both all the time. That's what I have to say. Um, it's interesting also to meet people like Alan Moon or Richard Borg, who actually disturbed uh, very drunkenly a game of Die Säulen der Erde, which I'm going to talk about a bit later. But those are giants of the gaming scene, giants of game designers, and it was very interesting to meet them. And I also have to say that it was a lot of fun to kick Rick's butt at Battle Lore, which we played a demo game. Battle Lore is the new fantasy version of Memoir 44 that many people are very interested about. Um, and I have to say that the game is very good indeed. And uh, I think Rick's dice were a bit cursed. At least we managed to play like six rounds without ever landing a hit on each other. And then I broke the spell and I have to say that Rick's army just went down. Also, another little anecdote for friends of Dice Tower, the podcast. Um, just recently, some of you may know that I work as a musician. I had um, contact with an American composer uh, for a question that was totally un-game related. I found him through a website. He has done a musical based on the old silent film by Todd Browning, silent horror film, The Unknown. And I wanted to ask him a copyright question. And so this was really a question about the music business. And he wrote me back very quickly. And the first thing he said in his email was, um, this might be a small word incident, but are you the German guy on the podcast, The Dice Tower? So Shane Rettich, this is the guy I'm talking about, um, is actually a Dice Tower listener. Many greetings to you, Shane. And I have to say, this is really an amazing incident. Uh, I think the chances for this are 1 to 2 billion, but it could also mean that now the listeners of the Dice Tower have multiplied so much that the chances are actually much less. And soon we will have, like every second person on the earth will listen to the Dice Tower, which would, of course, be great. But I'm coming to the meat of my little spot here, and this will be a short review of Essen's hit game, Die Säulen der Erde, which is the Pillars of the Earth, a game based on the book by Ken Follett, which I've actually read, and um, which was the hit game of Essen in, in the way that it was really sold out at the last day. And this is something that's very rare for big market German-produced games um, from Cosmos. I mean, Cosmos is a big player in Essen. They usually have one of the biggest booths there. And that their games are sold out is something that I think has never happened. I, at least I don't remember that, that a game from Cosmos has sold out there. And they don't sell the games themselves, but they, many of the dealers um, have their games. And on the last day, when I actually wanted to buy the game, this game was not to be found anymore. And I can understand why. I had a test game together with Rick, and um, we liked it very, very much. And this is a short review. Säulen der Erde is an excellent offering that comes as a surprise when looks, one looks at the very few successful book film tie-ins that are out there, and especially Cosmos, speckled history in that respect. We might remember the awful 
Lord of the Ring games, I don't mean the Knizia games, which are quite okay, but uh, I mean the film tie-ins, the three games that nobody talks about anymore. Um, in Zoyle der Erde, players represent clans of craftsmen who work over decades, or rather six rounds, lasting roughly 90 minutes, to build a cathedral. I think gamers got the better deal compared to the guys in the book, which... I think they needed a century or something to finish the darn thing. First in the game comes a selection phase in which players either hire new craftsmen with new abilities or send their workers off to the woods, the quarry or the sand mine. And if the workers are really nice, to the wool factory where they actually can earn money. Then a very interesting phase happens. One by one, one of three master craftsmen of each player is drawn out of a bag and they are placed at different activity spaces on the board which follow a certain predetermined order, a bit like in Kelus. The first player to place a pawn has to pay 8 gold or he can pass and uh, place his pawn later. The second player has to pay 7 gold to select an action or pass and so on. Passing is pretty cheap, but then space at the activity spaces is of course limited. And if you really desperately need to do a certain action, you will be hard-pressed to spend money for it. We found this phase was a lot of fun. Then the different activity spaces are dealt with in order. There are event cards, which affect all players except the ones who have occupied a certain space. There are advantage cards, which give more special favors. There are also more increasingly powerful craftsmen, and there's also a market and tax phase. After this, players change resources into victory points, which depends very much on the quality of the craftsmen they have. In fact, the game mostly avoids a close representation of the book, and that is limited to some flare text on the cards, and there is very little flare text. By the way, there is some German text on the cards, but it is not much, and all the cards are open and not secret. So using a cheat sheet from the geek is easy, and in fact I've just seen that somebody has done a translation already. Die Säulen der Erde is simply a very delightful and challenging game for gamers, with more than a passing resemblance to Kelus, but with some aspects that make the game actually more accessible and even more forgiving. The different phases work very beautifully together. There is no downtime as all phases are interactive and the game also doesn't overstay its welcome, but is engrossing up to the end. The fancy turn counter, the cathedral is the turn counter, in case you wondered. This is a huge uh, wooden cathedral in six pieces, one for each round of the game. When Richard Borg saw this when we played this, he laughed so hard that he nearly fell out of the chair when he watched our game. And it was a hearty laugh, if there ever was one. But seriously, if you like involved but not too heavy games with lots of beautiful bits and pieces, you should clearly consider purchasing this wonderful game. It was one of the very rare cases, as I said, that a German company-produced game was sold out at Essen. Now, I'm not going to talk about the worst games of the fair. I think a Humbrother Dice game um, has a good chance of getting that honor. Rick told me that Project Skyline by Amigo was even worse. Perhaps another episode. For now, Essen is over and a year of gaming is ahead of us. Many greetings from Germany from your German composer, gaming friend, Moritz. Bye-bye.